When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We made it to Friday, you guys. Woo! It's Friday, Friday. It gonna Friday. get done with Friday. And this is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That guy over there, that's Bradley Trainer. Pew, 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 pew. It is Friday. And um, it's Friday, and the Kardashians are liars. Oh, I mean, you mean it's a day ending in Y. Correct. Yep. So this Friday, like all the other Fridays, and all the other days of the week, the Kardashians are big liars. So the big news that we sort of touched on um, at the in the Dirt Alert was not that the Kardashians will be developing um, Star Wars content for Disney, but instead they'll be developing their... I would actually subscribe to that uh, newsletter. It's that they will be developing their own content for Disney, well, for Hulu, uh, through a deal that they inked with Disney. And also um, through Star, which is this the international version of Hulu that they announced just the other day as well. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? Uh, we told you so. Yeah. Nanana Boo Boo. Yeah, like... Anybody out there didn't see this coming was not paying attention, clearly. It's so obvious. Hashtag, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. But here's the thing. Okay, so, you know, I see this news come over the wire, you know, because I was paying attention to the wire yesterday. Um, But I saw this come across and I was like, okay, it's so obvious. But then I had this, like, second wave of, like, those... Dirty, underhanded <laughs> liars. Because you'll remember when they canceled the um, the Keeping Up with the Kardashians, when they announced the cancellation of Keeping Up with the Kardashians on E! The excuse they gave was basically, it's just time. It's just time. We're ready. We're ready to say goodbye. We're ready to move on. You know, who knows what we'll do. Um, Chloe was a real mouthpiece for it, saying it was going to be really hard for her to say goodbye to it. Blah, blah, blah. Theatrics, y'all. Theatrics. Because come 2021, there will be a new version. We don't have details. Um, but it will be another reality show starring the Kardashians, which is essentially keeping up with the Kardashians. They lied to us. Yeah, no, they most certainly Why? lied. And then they they did uh, this... Um sad goodbye tour after they made this announcement and i was just quickly looking i mean you know 
officially they said things like it's with heavy hearts that we say goodbye to keeping up with the Kardashians. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We've decided as a family to end this very special journey. You know, they didn't say we will never do something on television again. And then very mm-hmm. quickly you saw speculation that Chris Jenner was going to run to uh, Bravo. Now, if I was going to be conspiratorial in my thinking, which is a choice these days, and mm-hmm. I fully uh, acknowledge that I can engage that choice if I so choose, because it's a choice, that's what you do. But um, one could imagine that to dampen uh, suspicion that they were going to be creating their own content creation experience, that they were mm-hmm. going to jump to another streaming service, for example, and try to negotiate something that you would want to have a side story like, oh, Kris Jenner's going to go over to Bravo and Kim Kardashian's going to go off and be a lawyer. Chloe is going to go off and, have I don't know, body. try to figure out what's going on in her relationship. <laughs> Rob is going to, you know, put up his mom's Christmas decorations. Like, you had to have all these distractions so that nobody was doing the due diligence, which this is what I take uh, the media t- to task for nobody was looking and people would say like well we don't care I, pop culture is the only story celebrity is the only story that people care about anymore if you don't believe me just look at politics mm. it's all about celebrity so when journalists finally get busy p- trying to dig into what's really going on behind stories like this then we're going to learn some stuff i think people do do that on some uh, to some level it just it, it's very rare but when they do it's often very rewarding buzzfeed for example is very good at this when you look to see what's really going on it's not that hard to figure out but from where we're sitting because we don't do that because we're not journalists because you're welcome yep um we, speculate. We, don't have to, we don't have ethics we just have to speculate right we just put on our uh, tinfoil hats and go hmm we've seen stuff like this before what does this probably mean and we sat around at the time saying things like well it probably um and we certainly weren't the only ones because again if you kind of do what we do you probably can go hmm this is interesting you're just gonna up and leave for no particular reason the thing that by the way allows you the visibility to launch all of these other sort of faux business ventures that you're engaged in money laundering um alleged what um (laughs) excuse me so you need you need a money launderer says what <laughs> um you need something like keeping up with the kardashians to con- continue to be relevant you could you know there are people that are going to be like well we finally turned a corner in our evolution and i think kim kardashian was trying to do this like you know this is just now we're at a different space and time and blah, blah. no you need visibility on a television program regularly to keep people thinking about you because Without that visibility, you would disappear very quickly. So it stands to reason that um, they would be shopping for a better deal. And it makes sense, right? Like, you've outgrown keeping up with the Kardashians on E. You're not in charge. uh, Or I should say again, I don't know the exact specifics of what's going on behind the scenes in terms of content creation with the current iteration of keeping up with the Kardashians. But I imagine they realized that they could make more money with their own deal directly with a streaming service. Well, you know what the connective thread in all of this is? It's what? Ryan Seacrest, because Ryan Seacrest, executive producer of Keeping Up with the Kardashians back in the day, 
Ryan Seacrest was at E! doing all this stuff at E! Well, where is he now? He's at ABC. He's getting his money from Mickey Mouse, doing yeah. all this stuff. So he was probably like, hey, Kardashians, the getting's good over here. Well, and that's a really good point, Holly. And also, we have to remember that the message that was given... Well, first of all, we knew that the ratings were dropping uh, for Keeping Up With The Kardashians before they separated with E. And the and the story that E gave us, or that they gave us, or that both of them gave us, was that it was a mutually um, agreed-upon split which tells you that there was a conversation about not wanting either of them to appear to be the ones that pulled the plug. Uh, e wanted, they wanted to part ways without burning a bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, good and well that this deal was well underway when they made that choice because they were not going to jump ship from E without having another thing to fall on. Now I want to give you another little cryptic. Uh, I don't know. It's not that cryptic. I don't want to oversell it. But I do want to read you what I what I read about who is on this deal. Um, the deal specifically names the following uh, members: Chris Kardashian, Kim Kardashian West, Courtney Kardashian, which is interesting because remember she was pulling away from keeping up with the Kardashians toward the end. Chloe Kardashian, Kendall Jenner, and Kylie Jenner as those that are included in the deal. Do uh did you did you miss anyone? Rob. Rob has nothing to do with this. Yeah, he because uh, let's be clear, Rob probably doesn't want, or they just don't trust Rob to be adult enough and drama free enough. Like the drama that we see is drama that's created by them. They're very mm-hmm. much in charge of creating their own drama. They don't just go off half cocked. Mm-hmm. Rob does. You know, that's true. <laughs> I mean, uh, as evidenced revenge, by revenge porn. Revenge porn is not a subplot that you want showing up on keeping up with the kardashians because that's actually getting you into legal trouble and that is not what chris jenner wants that's not where they want to be well again the first project from this deal is expected to debut in late 2021 and they did not provide any further details this is not uh this is the the contract includes uh it's a multi-year deal and will include many projects but the minimum that we know is that something will be premiering in 2021 and it likely will be some iteration of keeping up with the Kardashians esque reality television. Okay. So riddle me this, who owns E Comcast? I don't know. Okay. So it's not Disney. So this really is this really, I, I, I like where you were going Holly in the sense that like Hulu is a product of Disney. Correct. Um, and so therefore, you know, of course, but keeping up with the Kardashians brand is not going to go to Disney Plus. Keeping up with the Kardashians is not going to be a specific network owned by Disney. But Hulu seems like a platform, you know, that that indicates, yes, they'll probably have some kind of show, but it'll probably be much more. I would be I would be mm, surprised. I want if it, it to be a sitcom. I want the Kardashians. Yeah, sitcom. <laughs> yeah that's very likely. <laughs> The Odd Couple, or they just do all the sitcoms, right? Every week it's a different one. That'd be fun. No, what I'm saying is I doubt it's going to be a traditional Keeping Up with the Kardashians type show. I would imagine they're going to be much more strategic about... Because you kind of saw a little bit of this before where, like, Chloe was, like, an executive producer on, like crime in the laundry room mm-hmm. like remember the weird like sort of offshoot? like the sister murders or something remember yeah. she did that like weird sister murder show for discovery yeah oh yeah i watched it did you really i thought we watched it i'm almost positive <laughs> i for sure did not oh 
Okay, maybe I I'm just I having could, a fever dream, but I wish entirely I could possible that in 2020. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't think you're going to have them just like sort of cookie cutter turnover, like uh, a new version of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like it'll just be called like Keeping Up with the Kardashians again. Like I think it'll be probably a variety of things with each person. Like because I can just see Kim like. I'm do a legal drama and Courtney's like I want to do like a whole food experience where we talk about natural foods and then I'll take my pants off on occasion <gasps> to get viewers oh I'm sorry I just had like a weird moment where I remembered the highly publicized trip to Disney World that they all took do you remember that when was that oh man it was like right it was around a year ago. Sounds right vaguely now. familiar. I don't know why, but well, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because, you know, now that they're in bed with Disney, mm-hmm. that uh-huh. you know, it seems like they would that they would use every angle, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, making and, some sort of paparazzi experience out of their family trip to Disney World. And I also don't think it's any surprise that it's Disney in the sense that, like Hulu, like or right. not Hulu, um, Netflix, like. I just don't see the Kardashians over at Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and what are your other options? HBO Max. I just kind of feel like HBO Max is like, what are you going to do for us exactly? Yeah, they don't have time for the Kardashians. I don't think that, you know, I think it's probably a very good money deal for the Kardashians. But in terms of an audience, mm, I don't know if we really should expect a lot of great things out of out of this deal. But who knows? Who knows? We have been proven wrong. No, we've never been proven no, wrong. No, we are always correct. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to deliver all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Holly. Hey, hey. guys. Yeah, we got to keep talking about this Disney dump that happened yesterday. Uh- It's true. It's what (laughs) happened. So, well, technically what they were calling it was an investor day, but I'm just calling it the Disney dump because the Walt Disney Company announced many, many, many new projects. Not only are they teaming up with the Kardashians for new content, some of the highlights from this big dump include new Star Wars projects, 10 Star Wars television shows, Two of those are going to be Mandalorian spinoffs. Another is going to follow C-3PO and R2-D2. Then we're getting a new film directed by Patty Jenkins, who is doing the Wonder Woman movies. And uh, we are also getting Hayden Christensen. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
returning as Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series. I have a question for yeah. you, Colleen. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, I have an answer for you, I think. Maybe. Um, you have a family. Mm-hmm, that's true. Because I <laughs> yes, feel like... are we done now? <laughs> of, the, of the people on this show, I feel like you would be most poised to have people that are interested in the the things that Disney produces. And yeah. I'm curious how much of what Holly just said your family will be interested in consuming. So here's what'll happen with my family. Uh, we will dabble in all of the things that they offer, and then we will fall off of it, unless it's like amazingly good. Um, I, I don't know. I have a love-hate with Disney Plus because I forget about it all the time. Um, because they didn't give me enough new content right off the bat that was of interest to us, mm -hmm. I forget to go there. So we go there when we need a movie that is on Disney, but we haven't been going there for their new content. So if this, if this stuff drops and it gets enough buzz, then we'll probably show up for it. We like, we like Star Wars, but there is such a thing as too much. The the reason I asked is because I am so curious how much, and we were talking a little bit about this during the break, how much Star Wars content do you really need before you like have too much and lose a bunch of eyeballs? And mm -hmm. to your point, like you really have to stand out. Like I think the Mandalorian has seemingly done a good job of that. Um, in my house, actually, Jamie is obsessed with the Mandalorian. I fell off. I was like, I do not find the show to be interesting. Some people have said the second season is better. But my point is... Um, you know, Disney mostly for families or at least geared in that vein, right? And I'm mm -hmm. like, so are families really like consuming all this? Or is it just like we have this platform and we've got disgusting amounts of money? We have to poop out all this content because why not? I, you know, and I, I, I actually, yes, probably to all of that. And also, I think... The thing about Disney is that they are they ha are committed to that Star Wars brand, mm -hmm. not only on their content on Disney Plus, but remember they're opening up that Star Wars experience mm -hmm. in Disney World. So it's all like that cycle of like trying to tell us we're interested in it so that we'll go and spend umpty foo dollars when we go to Disney World on the Star Wars experience. You see what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's like they're just controlling the universe is all there is. I don't know that they're really thinking about it as well. They're thinking about it critically in a different way than we are as consumers. As somebody who's just going to be sitting on the couch and asking the fam, yeah. well, what do you guys want to watch tonight? Exactly. Yeah. So that's just the tip of the iceberg is the Star Wars stuff. We're getting a movie based on Buzz Lightyear. Chris Evans is going to be the voice of Buzz Lightyear in this movie. We got an announcement of Indiana Jones 5 in pre-production. Yes, starring Harrison Ford. That movie's going to be coming out in 2022. So excited. Yes. And uh, we've got some FX related announcement in the more um, adult realm. We're getting four new seasons of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, an oh. Alien series. I mean, the list goes on. Alien now, the movie series series? Th yeah, that's right. So Alien, you know, the Sigourney Weaver movie series, that was a Fox property. Now it's owned by Disney. Oh, they own <laughs> But I will mm -hmm. say, after this big Disney dump, people were scooping it up and loving it because Disney stock is at an all-time high today. So, that's happening. I mean, yeah. 
that you know what though i'll be honest i think they well they needed the boost because uh after all of the when when covid started and they had to close down the parks there was some there was in the stock realm there was a little it was iffy for a minute well and if you think about it too in this moment shifting to your streaming platform is the smart thing to do for two reasons one you can't get people into your parks to the level that it's going to sustain your business i know these are different businesses within this large you know umbrella but still it it makes sense that you would want to to shift your focus to the thing that you can draw people to in this moment, mm-hmm. and that's your streaming platform. Also, the movie industry consolidating and, you know, theaters dying. So it's a great way to start growing a new audience. Mm-hmm. But that's for another podcast. That is true. Indeed. Holly, thank Indeed. you for that delightful the dirt Disney alert. <laughs> hey, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30-seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We do it every day right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Oh, we have a Holly on our own front door, too. Holly Roberts on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. One of One of the essential components of uh, the 32nd Pop Culture Challenge is a contestant, somebody to play the game. And that requires a person to call 651 641 1071 so they can partake in this wonderful wonderful game that we've created where you she's just taking time right now because holly's on the phone because (laughs) one of you decided to wait till the last minute to call so we wouldn't have to do this if you're wondering why is it taking her so long to introduce us well because you didn't do your job fast enough yeah that's right well we do have somebody on the phone yes let's play the game 30 seconds Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Who's on the phone today, Holly? It's Todd. Did you say Todd? Yes. Or Tom? I know, Todd. I couldn't tell. It's like, <laughs> Todd. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's Friday. Top? We've <laughs> got Todd on the line, and what is Todd playing for? Todd is playing for this. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you don't call in the appropriate time. We get screwed up. We're like, I don't know where I am. You guys, we we go on autopilot, and so when we have to actually think, it's over. Yeah, it's hard. If if some somebody someday will strap like one of them like sensors to our heads, and there'll be like a visual uh, representation of a brain activity, and you will see that like very little brain activity is required to do three hours of radio. Yeah, it's just like a cow dancing. In our heads. What is Todd playing for? A virtual screening code for the movie Promising Young Woman that's for Wednesday, December 23rd. God, I oh, hope he's hey, still there. Yeah. Todd, are you still there? I am. Siri screwed up your number, so I was scrambling to get it. Sorry. You know, Todd, oh, I'm just grateful that you were able to, to make it in today. So thank you. <laughs> And uh, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Absolutely. Fabulous. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Ebenezer Scrooge is the main character in what holiday story? A Christmas Carol. The child is a character in what Disney Plus series? The Mandalorian. What is the name of Taylor Swift's latest album? Oh... 
ever would. Close, close enough. We'll move on. Indiana Jones famously hates what animal? Uh, oh crap! Uh, snakes. Wisteria Lane is the main location of what Ott's prime tea time? Prime t- time soap opera. Oh my gosh! No, he can no, answer. no, Let no, him no, answer. no. Let him answer it. Desperate Housewives. Yes. <laughs> Now, All right, Todd, to, now you got to hold because i got to get your situation so you can get your prize. Now, yeah, we got to get your situation. <laughs> is is the victim of us today. Yeah. And that is why I let him pass through the... Um, Taylor Swift gauntlet. The the spanking machine. Are we still doing those? Do we do spanking machines I feel like anymore? we don't. I feel like Probably not shouldn't. in 2020. But um, by saying Everwood, it wasn't Everwood, <laughs> but Colleen... No. It's ever more. Yeah, I just figured and, uh, let him do thank it. Thank you. No, you know what? It's Friday. Um, it was Siri's fault that he didn't call. I just uh, we I learned could, that. I could and, just hear all those um, Swifties out there like it's not everyone. Oh no, I felt it because Swifties, we are we are actually all connected by an invisible thread. And if you're of a Swiftie, stop. If you're a Swiftie, you know that that is a Taylor Swift song. Uh, we're all connected, and I did. I felt it. I felt the sorrow when he said Everwood, and you said close enough. So it's fine though. We've we've rectified the situation. Todd is getting that code, code so he can see that movie, and um, hopefully everybody has learned what happens on the Colleen and Bradley show if you don't call. I also felt bad that he took it. <laughs> that we yelled at him. I wasn't yelling at Todd. <laughs> no, we were we, we were, were yelling at everyone else. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> also, it was Siri's fault. Let's all remember it was Siri's fault. Yeah. Uh, and now that we have all those questions answered and Todd has gotten his code uh, and Holly has helped him with the situation, we can move on to solve mm. some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Celebrity Gossip Mysteries partner saddle up for this. With the show in crash and burn mode, and no love from the general public, what does this A-list talk show host have to lose by claiming she has COVID? Maybe someone will empathize. Meanwhile, it gives her a month-long break where she can wallow around in her new house and pick which household staff she can fire during the holidays. Oh, Ellen. Ellen. Okay. Read it, because... Read it. All right. So, <laughs> with the Ellen show in crash and burn mode, what does Ellen DeGeneres have to lose by claiming she has COVID? Maybe someone will empathize. Meanwhile, it gives Ellen a month-long break where she can wallow around in her new $50 million bought-in-cash house and pick which household staff she can fire during the holidays. So, this makes me feel better about my sad life because I had a thought, and I'm sure I'm not alone, Colleen and Holly, feel free to own this, too. But you'll probably be like, oh, I would have never thought that. Um, I thought, well, she could just be lying about having COVID so that people will feel better about her. Because I don't know if you know this. People have been kind of anti-Ellen lately. But then I was like, that's a horrible thing to think because nobody would lie about that. Although I would like to take you all the way back to Colton Underwood, a person Mm -hmm. who at the very beginning of the pandemic, we were convinced had lied about his diagnosis to get attention. So I'm just saying at least I'm not the only horrible person in the world. Can I just say, okay, I, I will say it never occurred to me that she could have been lying. and that But that's also because I'm naive and I have a tendency to, especially in matters like this, like public health crises, 
take people at their word. Yeah. Oh, that's I a normal human if you, reaction. If you do the math on like a lie about COVID, that's so dumb because if you did end up getting it later, well, that's what I you thought. Already played your hand, right? Like if yeah, like so. What do you got to say next time? Like oh, I just got a really bad cough. Yeah. And also, you'd have to be like, oh, I don't have to quarantine because I've already had it. Wait a minute. I mean, that's not... Anyway. Yes. Unless, Colleen... Mm-hmm. She's already she's had gonna it. Get, yeah. Or, or, let's also remember, a vaccine is literally like Five minutes three away. houses down from us. And if you're a celebrity, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Also, she lives like... Like, she lives in her own zip code. Yeah. Like, her house is so big, she can be (laughs) totally, like, socially distanced without actually trying. Yeah. Yeah. So she doesn't have to worry about infecting anyone. Because Variety described her new Montecito estate as being a literal small village. That is where Ellen has moved to. She is living in a literal small village. Now, I did think, like you, Bradley, <sighs> that maybe she was that, you know, oh, convenient that the whole production has to shut down now until January. It was just like, I'm going to throw in the towel for the last two or three weeks of the year because I'm tired and I don't want to do it anymore. Can I can I play Habsies? Yes. Let's say she does have COVID, mm-hmm. but no symptoms. Yeah, that can happen. She could do the show. Mm hmm. Right? Or was she going into the studio? I don't remember. She was going into the studio. So maybe she just made the... Okay, so like if you're not a conspiracy theorist, you could say, well, she just didn't want to shut down. Like she didn't want to do it from home. That would take too much work. They couldn't do it. It's, you know, fine. Okay. But maybe... I mean, she's moving. Maybe she did have it. You've moved. It takes a lot of time to unpack things and find exactly where they're going to go. I totally get it. But what I'm (laughs) saying is... You moved just like Ellen. Maybe even (laughs) if she does have it, she recognizes the opportunity in this moment to divest herself from, um, you know, the obnoxious gazing of uh, us. Like, this is a yeah. moment she's like, okay, we need to just shut everything down yeah. and, like, go away for a Start while. Start fresh. Yeah. Start fresh next season. She's Holly, not the only one, do, by the way. Can we do one more before we move on? Yeah, okay. This A minus slash B plus list A literate mostly television actor hosted a holiday party for the disgraced director and a dozen barely legal guys while the actor's wife spent some time with her boyfriend. What? I will give you a hint about this person. They were just featured on a network holiday special earlier this week. Huh. A network holiday special. Yes. A minus B plus list illiterate. illiterate mostly television actor. Yes. So is it basically saying he hosted a party with a bunch of young boys with for a disgraced director? Yeah. No, is th- it Brian Singer, the disgraced director? Is that the yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, Matthew, Matthew Morrison. What's his name? Morrison. Morrison. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The Grinch. The, the sexy Grinch. Grinch. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so. Matthew Morrison hosted a holiday party for Brian Singer and a dozen barely legal guys while Matthew Morrison's wife spent some time with her boyfriend. Okay, before we go to break, I know uh, like I there's too much salacious stuff happening. And Bradley, I completely like left turned over the last thing you said when we were talking about Ellen, and I want to make sure that we 
like actually inform the public about what you were referring to when you said she's Ellen's not the only one? Wendy Williams. When- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Williams just announced she's going on hiatus. Yeah. Hot early. Hot early. So a hot mess. I mean, Dionne I mean, Warwick was the nail in that coffin. I mean, no <laughs> kidding. She called her friends network. Yeah. <laughs> she sure she did. said, I don't got to be psychic. You need to leave. <laughs> it is time. So there you go. There's a lot of Hollywood gossip that we just dropped on you in that blind item segment. And now when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, turns out Australia is getting all the people, all the actors. Everybody's moving to Australia. We'll tell you who else is heading there after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And uh, are we moving to Australia? Uh, we might be, uh, because I think every other, you know, self respecting celebrity is. And, you know, we're okay, nothing if not we're celebrities. Not, apparently. <laughs> Well, maybe that's why we don't live in Australia. But it looks like Zac Efron is not the only Hollywood leading man who is heading down under. Boy, I wish. <laughs> don't, don't. I need oh, This is a family show. Oh, Kel's, this like, is all a the family. Outrage. This Kel is Horror. a family program. Yeah. Anyway, Ben Affleck looks like he could be moving to uh, Australia. And I just thought, apparently, it's Australia is more than uh, beer. And what? shrimps on the Barbie. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to do a Foster's <laughs> commercial. Yeah. Men yes. with hats. Mm. Men at work. No, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever Number it is. Number one. Moral of the story is, of course, you can leave that up. I kind of was enjoying that. Um, Get it, it. It looks like, according to all sources, Australia is the place to go. <laughs> so. <laughs> Thank you, weather girls. Just as, by the way, Martha Wash was a weather girl, right? Yes. She just said something on Twitter that was real snarky, and I am here for it. So if you want a fun follow, find Marsha Waff. No, because I'm confused. Like, is he wearing an Australia or bust t-shirt? Or like, why do we, why does it look like this? Is he wearing koala blue from Olivia (laughs) Newton-John? Yes. (laughs) Is he carrying a knife? A knife? With a crocodile purse? Is he drinking a Foster's? It's... Anyway, um, (laughs) according to the Daily Mail, Ben Affleck is looking for real estate. (gasps) Look at this. Where? Where do you think? Byron Bay. Byron Bay. Ding, ding to the dong. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And you'll you'll remember that it's not just Ben Affleck, of course, and it's not just Zac Efron, and it's not just Chris Hemsworth. Of course, Chris Hemsworth probably more obvious because like he's, he's Australian. Because he's from there. Yeah, right. Um, but also Matt Damon. So Ben Affleck's former co-star and buddy, Matt Damon, is actually also down in Byron Bay. Oh, that's right. Are they going to start a sitcom and they're going to live next door to each other? And <laughs> it's like... I mean, it's totally possible. Like bosom buddies. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I think Matt Damon just bought a place. Uh that yeah, Matt right. Damon bought a $22 million uh, property in Byron Bay. Ugh. So Ben went down to see it and was like, dude, I could totally find myself living here. Bro. Um, so anyway, this is a celebrity trend, and this is why I brought the story, which what I think is because the way the tabloids keep selling this is that the celebrities are fleeing L.A. or fleeing Hollywood. I, they're not fleeing Hollywood so much as I think buying vacation properties and i don't know if you've met celebrities recently mm-hmm. like real estate is like the way they launder their celebrity money uh c ellen degeneres c ryan seacrest yeah c all the celebrities you know that's that i'm glad you said that because that's exactly what i'm thinking is like no way no how in any world is matt or is uh ben affleck packing up his digs and moving taking the show on the road to australia when his children and his wife ex-wife are here in the states yeah, and she's not going like that's anywhere. just not happening no what he's doing is he's looking for an investment in a hot up-and-coming area that everybody's talking about yeah exactly and it's totally that like it's sort of that what is the what do we call the vanessa valadaris um thing like what do we call like the like i want to live by the beach i want to work in like a organic coffee shop i'm gonna have a tattoo of some like mystic symbol and i probably am really good at making sourdough bread like it's it's a vibe right now yeah yeah it's like a byron bay is a new version of of, yeah i was gonna say it's like the new like bohemian vibe yeah like but it's like beach like foreign beach bum it's very goopy yeah right like i'm gonna go sprinkle moon dust on something on my smoothie bowl while i'm like surfing and like and it's just rich people doing this feeling thing because they're just buying like tons of crap and like pretending they are gonna surf and there's like actual surfers down there who like i'll take your money like that's what this whole byron bay experience seems like to me it's interesting because that's the same experience that ben affleck is living Right now in Santa Monica, California, that is ground zero for that exact vibe. So it's like, well, okay, so you just want to take a fourteen-hour flight to the other side of the planet he for just the wants same to do thing? It in a foreign country. That's you know who doesn't? Oh. Well, because then because you can just hear it. They're like, dude, you really got to get out there because it's not full of like the same people as here that are just like all the way up your business all the time and you can just like relax and get chill with like the water and i'm gonna say something and i feel like i can say this because i consider um us to be contemporaries of ben affleck in as much as we're in the same age range (laughs) okay as he is sure um i feel like he's a little too old for this behavior yeah yeah i feel like this is well look at anna diarmas how old is she 
that's the thing. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. Like, I feel like this is like a move to impress her. Yeah. Because his new lady, she's a young up and comer. Like, she needs to have, she, she a, needs to spread her wings and see the see the world. Does she have a, an insty? Yes. Yeah. Because I want to go because I'm, I'm hoping it's going to, yep. Yep. Okay. What? It's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Literally and figuratively okay say 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 so like there's a picture her most recent post is uh, the caption is some sort of emoji that is not rendered by my browser it's a heart well i see one yellow heart but then there's two unidentified it's ones on either side orange heart and a brown heart okay so okay brown heart weird For anyway it's her standing um looking at fall colors it's very, you know, like just very like emotive, environmental, and one with the universe. So this seems what I'm saying is she seems perfect for Byron Bay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the worst cereal ever? Six five one six four one one oh seven one. We'll take your calls after this on my talk 